Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. everybody, Dr. Ellen here, the Midlife Whisperer. Welcome to Rock Your Midlife. I am thrilled that you are here today joining us because we have an amazing show for you today. My guest is, whoops, I have to, trying to simulcast here on Instagram. This is my first show where I actually am doing a live on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. So I am uh, doing some multitasking and super excited to be sharing with you today to really help you to get inspired. And I think that's something at midlife where we're always looking for inspiration, right? It can be hard at midlife to rock it, to step outside your comfort zone. You know what I'm talking about, to live authentically and to feel really empowered. And if you're really ready to be inspired, um, I want to invite you to sit back and listen to our guest today because she is an amazing woman. She is a clairvoyant. She's a psychic medium. Her name is Jenny G. Cousins. And she's going to share what it's really like to be a clairvoyant psychic medium. Plus, you learn how to transform, how to be authentic, how to get grounded, how to find inner peace. And we're also going to look, talk a little bit about what's going on astrologically. I love astrology. I definitely have been uh, studying it for years and uh, talking a little bit more about it in my following. And a lot of things coming up. It is almost eclipse season. We've got a Mercury retrograde. So I know Jenny is going to be sharing a lot of her insights. So you want to stay tuned for that. Um, so I want to share a little bit before um, I bring Jenny on. Gosh, um, today's a really emotional day for me. Um, doing a lot of crying today, a lot of mixed emotions because a year ago, if you have been following me, and thank you if you have been, I know a lot of you have, um, three weeks after launching my podcast, I was diagnosed with breast cancer last April 12th. Fortunately, it was stage 1A, it was early, it was the size of a dime, but boy, Cancer was not on my vision board and um, it happened on my son's 21st birthday. So it's always like double emotional because if you've been through that kind of health crisis, you're just like, you just, it's in your face on that day. And I'm so, I'm so deeply grateful that I'm alive. And, you know, if you're listening, take a moment. And like the most important thing is that you are alive right now. Whatever is going on in your life, um, the truth is that you are a soul having a human experience and you are alive and uh, you're here for a reason. And as I uh, shared today on all my feeds, you know, as the beautiful Louise Hay says, and I think she's still so with us all is well, everything is working out for my highest good out of this situation. Only good will come. I am safe. It will work miracles in your life. And it's so true. You know, when I was diagnosed, um, I was pretty devastated. There's no cancer in my family. I am the healthiest person that I know. Uh, I am also a board certified health and wellness coach. My life is all about helping people be healthy. I had no signs. I had no love. My, my breast cancer surgeon couldn't even feel anything. And yet I was diagnosed. And um, this year has been a really intense year for me. 
realizing that, you know, healing happens on a physical level. We think about that when we think about, you know, traditional medicine, but it's also mental. It's also emotional. It's also spiritual. And this has been a real roller coaster for me. I thought I was done with my midlife transformation. I thought, you know, I'm, it's butterfly time. I was almost done with my second Saturn return. I was looking at 60 and then I got hit with breast cancer and um, I made a lot of changes. I mean, physically, um, I made some changes. I, I gave up grains in my life. I upped my supplementation regime. I really focused more on my sleep and my rest. Mentally, I really had to examine stress in my life. And I think the big thing for me was getting rid of my workaholic. I have had it. If you're any recovering workaholics out there, I'd love to hear, you know, what that's like, right? It's, it's definitely an ism. I have so many people I have worked with, very high caliber women, and we kind of get really addicted to work, feeling like, you know what, if things are going right in my work life, if things aren't okay in my personal life or things are bothering me, I'll just make something happen. And I've got a Leo rising too. So I'm always like, be on stage, make things happen and realize that, that was not the energy I needed to be working on. So I worked with an amazing woman named Angel Hartwell. She's great. Follow her. She has a podcast as well uh, about wise women and really did some deep healing and was able to shed the workaholism and make a lot of transformation. And if you've been watching me, you're seeing some of that transformation is happening on the outside, showing up more vibrantly in brighter colors. I'm also having fun doing this uh this transformational um, style journey with Lisa Whisker, who's another amazing person, but really found some incredible women and just rocking my midlife right now. If you've been following me again, you know, I went to Costa Rica in January, fell in love with the country and felt really called to buy a house. I really felt like this is where I was supposed to be. And so I've been listening more to my intuition. And so I'm here to say that Everything really is working out for your highest good. I don't think I would be in this place, engaged to this amazing man. We worked together before and he was super supportive, but really prioritizing um, my well-being, my fun. And I encourage you to do the same thing because life is super short. And I think midlife is the time where we start to realize, oh my goodness, I'm running out of time. I have things to do, ways to be, things to learn. And so today's show is really going to inspire you and also hopefully inspire you to connect with your soul. That's another thing I've been talking a lot about, about getting out of the spiritual closet. I think a lot of us have a lot of uh, trauma in our past, our past lives even around being our true spiritual selves. For some reason, it's very bizarre. And I think Jenny and I will probably maybe talk about this, about how it's not okay to be spiritual in our culture, right? It's not okay to, to talk about, it's getting more so that we can talk about astrology. We can talk about Akashic records and tarot cards and crystals and realizing that this woo, these woo things that we don't have the scientific proof for are real. And in some ways, they're more real than, than the physical world that we actually see and we have science around. So I invite you to sit back. I want to welcome Jenny. I was watching her podcast today. Uh, she's on the YouTube channel. You want to check her out. She's amazing. Her name is Jenny G. Cousins. She's an internationally known television clairvoyant, psychic medium, animal communicator, esoteric spiritual life coach, and teacher past life Akashic record readings, meditation teacher, relationship coach, transformational coach, chronic healer. She's amazing. She's a Canadian. I love, I love my Canadian friends. And uh, she reads into your level of consciousness to see where you're at 
your soul's previous lifetimes and what karmatic situations you need to resolve by going over the steps to take in order to transcend forward. She's been doing readings for over four decades and she hosted and produced a live spiritual talk show. Uh, she has been all over the place, done so many appearances, and I'm so deeply grateful to welcome her to Rock Your Midlife. Jenny, so great to have you here on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very honored to be on your show. I just love it. And I, and I think you're just wonderful. And it's, and it's so encouraging whenever there's so many people out there that they're like, you know, we need to hear this. And, you know, for you to share your stories as well, it, it really touches other people. I mean, I used to work in a hospice on and off for many years until recently. So I've seen a lot, um, of course, of deaths and people and their families dealing with a lot of things as well. So for you to even share your story, you know, it's really encouraging to other people because other people can get really sad and depressed, which is normal. But it's the vibration that we carry to keep going, to stay positive, regardless of what challenges we have. Because it can really bring a breakthrough for you and transcend it and heal yourself. Yeah, that is such such wise word, such wise words because um vibration is everything, right? We come literally from sunlight and we are energetic beings. And for me, keeping my vibration high is so important because I know that's really important to stay in remission. I'm curious to just dive in. Jenny, how do you keep your vibration high? Because I see you now, you're so vibrant. I've watched you on YouTube. What do you do to keep your vibration high? Um, well, I chant every day. I've been chanting every day for many, many, many years. Um, I meditate first thing in the morning and at night and sometimes throughout the day, depending what, what is going on. And I mean, when I meditate, I send out a lot of different healing energy to, let's say, the darkness. because with that darkness they're the ones who really truly need light love and light emancing towards them because if they had that love and light they wouldn't be attacking energies and all of that kind of things so i'll do photography i'll, I'll go out and you know i'm not no pro by any means right but i mean i'll go out and do my photography to as a part of my meditation i'll take my dogs for walk you know, and I just, I distance away from a lot of toxic energies, from negative energies and such like that, as best as I can. I mean, we all have to deal with everybody, of course, but whenever, you know, there's certain situations going on, I'll step back and not get involved with it and I'll set boundaries. So, because it's so important, you have to think of yourself, self-love is so important because if you notice if you get up in the morning and you're like you know i have this plan for today and then you're like you know i just got to go and drop this off at my friend's house or wherever it is and that person regardless of what's going on they can really bring your energy down and then once you leave you're like you know what i'm so drained i'm just gonna go home so you have to kind of be in awareness where you're going who you're surrounding yourself with because who you surround yourself with, you become. So I don't judge anybody because we all have our own path to walk, of course, you know, our own journey to take. So I stay to myself a lot. I observe a lot and I don't say much. 
you know, and I'm just okay, okay. And I just keep to myself and I just keep my vibe going high. We all have our ups and our downs, but chanting, it just takes me to a different vibration altogether. And I start getting messages in from spirit and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I get it. I hear you. So, you know, I just, I wing it. I just kind of go with the flow with things. Yeah. So definitely being aware of other people's energies and knowing those people who bring you down, we can't always avoid everyone in our lives, but yeah. we can make some, some decisions. And I love that you were talking a lot about this in your latest YouTube video about the importance of silence, the importance of spending time quietly, or as you were saying, chanting, why is it so important, especially right now that we spend time alone, time in silence or time chanting, connecting with spirit? Well, as we can all see, the world has been awakening for quite some time. I've talked about that in, you know, a lot of my videos and such. And a lot of truth is being exposed and a lot more shocking truth, especially during this eclipse, it's going to come out. So the people that were, let's say, looking in one direction only with a lot of truth that's been coming out, it's kind of thrown them for a loop. And they're getting to the point where I, I just, I can't do this anymore, or I can't be a part of that, or I don't want to be like that. So they automatically, without them even really realizing it, start their own trans, you know, transportation within, because they get into that, okay, you can't do certain things because you're like been told to go in that corner and being restricted for so long that you get to that degree of, I can't do this anymore. It doesn't matter what is saying this or who is saying that. No, I, I need some space and time because if you're around constant stimulation all the time, you are not going to hear those messages coming through from your soul. You're going to get too wound up in so many other world events that you're going to get pulled down into thinking a certain way so we're awakening and humanity is awakening which is one of the greatest gifts of all of humanity you know it's an and, and time it's to be in right now yeah and i mean this yeah. year is all about unconditional love even more so it's a universal seven year of embracing more unconditional unconditional love for humanity and compassion but it's, as you said in your video too, and, and, you know, part of what I teach with self-compassion is you've got to love yourself first. When you love yes. yourself, you attract what's in your highest interest. You start attracting the right people in your life. And really, if we all loved ourselves more deeply, the world wouldn't have all these problems because we're all running around projecting and picking up each other's energy. So it's, it's absolutely amazing advice to tell people to do what you need to do to put your own oxygen mask on first, to love yourself, to feel worthy. And, you know, as I said earlier, to really realize that the most important thing is that you are alive and it is an amazing time to be mm -hmm. alive. So before we dive kind of into eclipses and what's going on in astrology, I'm really <laughs> curious, when did you, you know, first start to wake up and realize that, oh my goodness, I have this psychic ability? Well, I, I mean, I've, I've always felt I'm very different from, you know, the average person, let's say. And I mean, whenever I was younger, I, I was, I was laying, I couldn't sleep. And I always connected with the moon. That's the only thing I was really connecting with. 
when I was a child and my animals. So I remember one night I was, I was laying in my parents' bed. I couldn't sleep and I didn't want to be with the family that I was born into. I was calling, I was saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. I didn't feel a home where I was at. And I was seriously, I want to go home. I don't know why I'm here. So I had these being, a being walked into the, my room, just an angelic being and told me, you have to stay here. Um, you know, these are the reasons why. And I'm, I'm begging, I don't want to be with this family. So all of a sudden I felt this love being sent to me that I've, I can't even describe it. I can literally feel if your body, let's say was so heavy with, with weights and grief, it, it went away in seconds to a whole different world. And um, I knew that something had happened. And as I started to get older, I was seeing different things. And my neighbor at the time, he came out, I was outside and I'm like, oh my God, I can't be here. I, I don't want to be here. All of that all over again, constantly. And he told me, this is what's going on with you. You're seeing things, you're experiencing this. And I knew he was different because I would literally look at him. I used to babysit for his children and I would look at him and I could see right through his soul in seconds. And I'm like, it felt normal for me. And then he was like this guru and he was the one that got me on my metaphysical esoteric studies when I was 14 and reading Alice Bailey and, and all of that. And then I'm like, that's the only thing I was connecting with. And I held a lot back and I was reading my friends and seeing things and experiencing things. And, and I couldn't really talk to anybody, but to him about what I was seeing I thought I was I actually went to my doctor one time and um I told him I'm seeing this and he thought I was doing drugs and I'm like no I'm like no I'm seeing these things and I'm like okay Jenny you have to like say nothing say nothing say nothing so I I continued my studies with my neighbor um and he was the only one who I was connecting with you know I had my friends but I didn't want to be with my family at all so and at I what just point did you get out of the closet? I'm always interested with, you know, women who are interested in spirituality and that's yeah. been a lot of my story of really being a little scared of various healing abilities and things that we all have. And what, what point were you like, okay, this is me. I need to be authentic. I need to just be my true self. Well, I was, I, I'd worked for a lot of like companies. I, I used to work in offices and such like that. And it just wasn't me, but I had to, I was a single mom. Um, with like a special needs child. And um, my my son was acting out so much. I was constantly getting called every day from the principal. You have to come and get your child. So I'm like, you know what? I can't work. Like I'm having problems working. I'm like, maybe you should start advertising your readings. And I'm like, oh my God, that's scary. So it kind of forced me into that. Um, so that's when I started doing readings and people were like, wow, that's, that's really good. That's really dead on. And I'm like, really, you know, so, so I just continued that path. And sometimes it takes like a, a circumstances or a trigger or a challenge to really um, have our souls speak to us by saying, you know, we're doing this to you on purpose because we're trying to give you that sign over here to wake up. This is what you're supposed to be doing or walking towards. And then you have to surrender. You have to surrender because like, okay, I get it. I, 
I, I'm not going to fight with you anymore, spirit. I'm going to surrender and just own it. Because people used to say, well, Jenny, what do you do? Oh, I work in an office. I work in an office. Because if I started telling people, you know, I can see things, as I did with one friend, you know, we won't even go on about that, what he told me <laughs> or what he called me, right? And I'm like, okay, just zip it. I work in an office. Yeah, that's what I do. So, and then you just kind of own it, right? My friend told me, if you really want to make this work, you got to really own who you are and you have to just be you. you. You can't worry about what anybody else thinks of you. Who cares if you, you know, just doing this and doing that, you have to be you. And I'm like, I know, but, but you go, stop it. Yeah, so. it's so true. And if you're listening, it is so true. I mean, that's my first step to rock your midlife is authenticity. Yes. And like what you're saying, first of all, yeah, it is really scary. It is super <laughs> scary to come out and say, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I love. This is what I'm good at. But what happens when you own that? So I'm curious what happened when you decide to say, you know what? I am a psychic. I have these gifts. I'm proud of who I am, what I do. What happened next after you were able to step out of the spiritual closet and own who you are? Well, when you're owning who you are, immediately your vibration changes. Because when you're being authentic, then, and, and staying in that frequency with it, because that's who you are, new doors start to open for you all of a sudden, because you attract who you are, not what you want. Like if you start attracting things, I'd be like, how did I attract that to me? So when new doors start opening, you start connecting with people people that you resonate with more you start to meet more of your soul tribe and you're like I really resonate with you so I started like taking like seminars and workshops and really did more studying and meditating I used to have people call me who really knew me the Tibetan Buddhist monk because I'd spend a lot of years alone meditating and studying very heavily with esoteric studies because I was seeing so much and so many things were happening to me. I was getting so many messages 24 seven and with so many near death experiences, spirits trying to like, wake up, wake up, wake up, right? So I'm like, okay, so you start owning it again. And then before you know it, you're like, wow, I'm actually start building this up and building that up. And I, I left working in the offices. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I have to surrender and live in that faith continue on my journey regardless of what and it's that trust and surrender that leads you on that path of self-discovery yeah that's of love too of doing yeah. it because you really love yourself and I love what you said too about you attract what you are mm -hmm. the energy that you're putting out is what you attract so I'm curious can you see your own future your clearly reading for other people do you see what is you know in the stars for you well back in 2012 I'm not going to go on a long story but I started getting I started going into like deeper transes and I was I just say spirit because I I channel and work with the Christ consciousness but I get so many messages and I was showing bits and pieces of my future and what I was showing has happened and has currently been happening. And any other readings, let's say that I've ever had by any other readers, none of them has ever tapped into or said what I was showing. 
from that Christ energy. And I was even showing how I was going to die in this lifetime. And I can, I, I saw when I was, when I was dying, how I passed. And I actually could see, see the people who were there with me when it happened. And I felt my soul leave my body and literally go right to these two people. So, um, and it's interesting because how that happens, where I've been trying to go for so long, every single time I was trying to go that route, I've been held back, held back, roadblocks, roadblocks, roadblocks. So I, I can see where exactly what location now and, and everything like that. So if I do get over there, right, um, you know, it'll be about that morning, I'll, I'll feel something different. And either I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to go. Or I'll be okay, maybe I'll leave it for another day. <laughs> so, and I mean, like, I just listen to my intuition mainly of, you know, does this feel right? Does this route here or whatever it is feel right? Because I've turned things down, um, you know, and if you're not sure, you have to pause and say, you know, I'm not sure. I'm just going to kind of put that on hold. So I, I do get messages every now and then, but that trans, like, there's so much more to that story. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty, that was pretty profound, like profound. I actually wrote about it. I've, I've been, I've ha I have six books actually that I've written that I've not even gotten out there at all. That's amazing. I don't know if I, how I would feel knowing that much about <laughs> what your future is. So if somebody's listening and they're like, this all sounds great, but they're not even, in, haven't even made a step to start to listen to their intuition. Where do you start to make that spiritual connection to make that connection to be able to hear the voice of your soul, your higher wisdom? What do you tell people and people who are listening going like, I really want to step my foot into the spiritual realm and I don't even know where to start. Well, I mean, first of all, you have to set boundaries, number one. And by taking, the more time you spend in silence on your own, the more messages you're going to hear from your soul, but your soul speaking. If you're around constant distractions all day long, I mean, you know, like some of us have a very busy life and family and children and all of that, which I understand. And it's hard to kind of tap into that when you're on the go. It's really important to even, let's say, let's say if you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night, for an example, try to go to bed if you can earlier and take even 20 minutes before and in silence, you know, do a guided meditation, um, sit in silence, go for a walk in nature, anything where it's just yourself. Like even when I take my dog for a walk, I don't bring my phone with me. Unless I'm expecting like a phone call that I have to take that I don't know what's coming in. Because the more time in silence you spend on your own, you're going to start hearing those messages coming in. That's one of the best ways ever. And that's why it's like for years, I was the Buddhist Tibetan monk, because I spent a lot of years in silence, studying and reading and on my own. And, um, and I was perfectly fine with that. I was resolving karmic issues and dealing with certain things and, um, so many things were going on that, you know, I, I even had one sergeant in, in the army actually tell me, oh my God, that's a lot you're dealing with, <laughs> you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm like, from you to say that, right. But it, but it's like those challenges makes you stronger. You know, I, I call myself the fearless warrior walks forward fearlessly. I just embrace the fear and move through it. 
It's the only way. It is really true. And I think that that's something that I see with midlife women is either you are embracing the fear and getting out of your comfort zone and really listening to those messages or you're staying safe. And for me, I would rather, um, I guess my biggest fear is getting to the end of my life and saying, oh my God, you didn't do what you were supposed to do here. You didn't live life fully. So I love that you're doing that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Akashic Records. What are, exactly are they and why are they so important? Well, the, the Akashic Records are really important. Like anytime I do a reading, I, I always bring it up because I, I see even my own past lives. And I mean, it really helps someone to understand why they're born into the family, why they're doing the work they're doing, what karmic um, steps they need to take to resolve issues, um, why, you know, somebody might say, oh, I met my soulmate or whatever. And, you know, I'll look at it and I'm like, okay, that's not your soulmate, you know, but this is who they are to you in a past life. This is why they've come back. And, you know, this is what can happen. And then it's up to that person how they want to continue. And of course, sometimes we have to go through those painful lessons to clear karma or to learn to say, you know what, I've had enough of that. So it really helps that person. Oh, this is why this is happening. This is why this or this or that. And it, it really gives you that sense of, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not, you know, this is why I'm, I'm more drawn to this or all of a sudden to that culture or to that religion. Because you hear of somebody, you know, somebody marries a different culture. So then there's the drama or a different race and there's the drama. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it once upon a lifetime, you go back, you were like, you know, let's say in that culture, that religion, that's why you're very drawn to it now. So many reasons like that. So it's important to follow if you're really drawn into like a religion or a culture, follow through with it because that's a part of who you are from another lifetime. And that energy can really help you transcend forward and work through it in such a huge, amazing way. Yeah, that is so true. If you're listening, if you feel magnetized by a book, a culture, a spirituality, go for it. I mean, that was my experience in Costa Rica. I stepped foot in the country. I literally fell in love. And when I am there, it's like the vibration is so in resonance with, I feel more like myself than I have ever felt. I love the people there, the other people who have decided to call it their home. And it is so true that when we give ourselves permission to get quiet, like you said, to explore those things we're being called to, to sort of get outside of our kind of intellectual left brain and like turn tune into our intuition, that's when we really can connect with our true self. Yes. Yes. And, and I mean, like anytime I've traveled, I'm on my own. People are like, you travel to different countries by yourself. Yes, of course. You know, I'll do research on where I want to go and all of that stuff. And anytime I travel, I always connect with somebody new from my soul tribe. Once upon a time, another lifetime. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. It's traveling is so great. It's a cool thing to, to do at midlife. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on astrologically. I know April 20th, we have um, an eclipse in Aries. I guess we've got a yeah. lot of eclipses in, in Aries. Um, and then we've also got Mercury retrograde. So what what's been coming through for you about the next month or two? Well, I mean, especially like right now we're in pre-Mercury retrograde, pre-eclipse, which can actually be worse as we get close to it. This eclipse, it's it's going to be so explosive. It could be one of the biggest eclipses because it's, it's rare. This eclipse, if you look back to 
April 2004, certain events from that time frame could be coming back now. Like I know exactly what was happening back to me in April 2004. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like the same thing now. Um, and it's, you know, it's personal, of course, right? But um, it's so amazing because so many shocks so much more truth is going to be exposed even more so during this eclipse season so it's like really hang on and what's going to help you because we have that Taurus energy combined with it that's going to help you stay or try to help you stay more grounded because of the earth so if you're kind of feeling off kilt which the mercury retrograde the eclipse and the new moon all at once entwined it can really throw somebody like to the extreme so that's why it's like start preparing now <laughs> that's why i do the videos before start preparing now so that way as it gets closer to it when we're in it we can be more grounded so especially with mercury retrograde we're gonna get those um electronical technical issues for me that's the worst out of anything it's not the time to sign new contracts. If you're in like a contract that you're renewing a lease or something or something from the past, like if you applied for a job, let's say um, in the past or certain things from the past and all of a sudden it's coming up now, yes, that's okay. But if you're going to a new location on your travels or somewhere, just be very extra cautious. I learned that the hard way too. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, oh my God, because you came to a new location that you weren't familiar with. And I'm like, oh, right. So delays you're going to have. Um, and the one of the really good things too about the retrograde, um, you know, the new moon is more powerful than a full moon. There'll be a lot more deaths, of course. Your animals are going to get affected. So whenever you start to see any health issues or health issues with your animal, it's normal. We have that. But just take extra caution what's being shown to you as well. Always, if you're concerned about it, go to a doctor or vet or whatever to get that checked out. And it's a really good time to heal with this Taurus energy to get back grounded. I mean, I, I healed myself many years ago. I saw wives white substance coming out of the side of my body that I never talked about. And I knew at that exact second, I, I healed my own self. So, I'll, you know, so it's very interesting for you without going into details, of course, right? Very interesting, especially with that Costa Rica energy. It's very powerful for you. You can heal yourself by that plant yeah, connection. Just the, also just um, grounding, going barefoot. Barefoot for yes. me, barefoot walking, even I live in Vermont now, I'm back in Vermont, but it's getting warm enough. So if you're listening, I think the, the for me, the, the, the biggest thing, if you're, you want to get grounded, it's really getting into nature and taking your shoes off, hugging a tree, doing some gardening. If you can immerse yourself in water, that's super powerful. If you've got Epsom salts, if you can get into a body of water, getting yourself back and immersing yourself, eating also um, like more root vegetables, more whole foods, plant-based diet. I mean, we are so much into sugar caffeine, which is the opposite of grounding, but there is so much that you can do and spending time quietly. And I, I think about mercury retrograde um, a lot like midlife because it's kind of all of those rewords, rewind, reset, yeah. reevaluate, you know, rebound, redo, all of the rewords. Do you find that that kind of mercury retrograde is a lot like this midlife time where we're kind of, we go about our lives and we're, we're 
um, often we're, we're doing, we're running someone by someone else's script. What we think, you know, society says, or our family or our spouse or kids, instead of really saying, this is who I am. This was what resonates with me. When we get to midlife. It's kind of like, we're climbing up this ladder of success. We get to the top of the building, but it's against the wrong building because we've been living somebody else's truth. And I think midlife is this incredible opportunity, particularly if you're, you know, going through menopause too, and your body's kind of wonky, you need to slow down, you need to reevaluate. We're like the murky retrograde. It's time to really like do all the re-stuff and really figure out what do I need to do for me to be more authentic? How can I love myself more? How can I energize myself? How can I reprogram my brain? How do I empower myself, rehab my relationships? And of course, connect with my soul and my spirit. So you find that, because I'm assuming you're at midlife yeah. and you're finding, you know, that. Oh, oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, that could be like a whole different, you know, like many episodes more on that one, right? You know, I get that, completely get that. And, and you know, we, we all see a lot of different changes within, um, you know, our body. And I mean, midlife, of course, obviously, right you know but even any given time and even during these cosmic times there's a lot with the solar flares too there's a lot of changes going on in your body like with that Chiron energy it's bringing up um you know situations and traumas that it could go back to when you're a child it could go back to like past lives that you still need to heal so you might even find that all of a sudden you just break down in tears and you're like, oh, did that happen? I was, you know, it's like my hormones and my midlife. And I'm like, it can happen to anybody as well right now with that Chiron energy. And one of the beautiful things about this um, retrograde new moon and the eclipse is you're really, really going to see who your soul tribes are, who supports you in a positive way who does not support you in a positive way. And you're going to have people, of course, coming back from the past. I mean, I reconnect with, with certain people once a year, you know, and especially just kind of pay attention to exes coming back around the retrograde time, people from the past. And it gives you that time to take a look at, okay, do I really want to connect with them? If that person comes back, because there's a lot of unconditional love, a lot of forgiveness, and if somebody from your past, let's say, or even yourself wants to say, you know what, I'm really sorry, can you forgive me? Regardless what they've done, it's really important to forgive that person so you can move on yourself and release that and let that go. What they have done to you is their karma. How you respond to theirs, of course, is yours. We all get challenged. We all get tested by spirit to see how we're going to handle that situation. So the retrograde, that's why I utilize this energy to the fullest. It's like we have Mars, which is going to show us more challenges and obstacles and also how we can utilize around it. Yeah. Mars is in cancer. So that's always a tricky thing. Cause Mars yeah. is like being in cancer. The warrior is like in the most emotional sign. So it's an, it's a very, it's always interesting to sort of look at what's going on in the collective astrologically and seeing how it resonates. Cause we are all mirrors of everything of, of, of the cosmos. So you have just been such a, a beautiful guest to have today. I'm so oh. looking forward to following you more and getting more wisdom from you, Jenny. And I want to let people know if they want to connect with you, it's soulworkwithjenny.com. And, and Jenny spells her name J E N I. 
So you definitely want to check Jenny out. One last question for you, Jenny, what are you doing to rock your midlife? To rock my midlife, I laugh. Like I'll, I'll, I'll dance around and I'll do stupid things and I'll, I'll allow my inner child to come out, you know, like, um, it's like that twisted. Some people might say, oh my gosh, Jenny, you're really twisted. And I'm like, I know, isn't that great? Isn't that crazy? So it's, it's like, just have fun, have fun and just live your life how you want to live your life. Like if somebody said, you can't do this and that, I'll be like, really? You are talking to the wrong person. If I want to go dance naked in the rain, I'm going to go dance naked. Not that I do that. <laughs> Not yet anyways, but you know, it's, it's like, be you just live your life for you. Yeah. Do and, you. And it's such a great, yeah, yeah. You have advice. to, I don't yeah, care what I anybody else thinks you have to be you. Absolutely. I know for me, I mean, I'm, I'm doing this true style journey and I just bought myself a, a hot pink jumpsuit. Oh, and awesome. initially I put it on and I'm just thinking, is this, too much and everybody was like no no you are rocking it so go out and do you and uh check out jenny connect with your soul your spirit during the mercury retrograde do not push if you're feeling tired rest yeah you yeah. know and and spend that time being quiet i was just working with a client and i think as women it's so easy for us especially if we have kids and families that we're always letting all of our energy get sucked in with the family and that actually disempowers them because they need to be learning how to care for themselves so take care of you love yourself be yourself and jenny can i have you back again you were so much yes today. i would i would be completely honored and i'm so grateful for being on your show i really am very grateful Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure. I love your energy. And thank you all for listening. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a review. It helps other people find the show. If you're watching me on YouTube, make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you continue to get more of the show. And hey, I also have a free gift for you on my website, which is themidlifewhisperer.com. That's themidlifewhisperer.com. If you're hearing this and going, gosh, how do I start rocking my midlife? There's a free gift for you, 10 tips to rock your midlife. So Jenny, thank you so much again. It's oh, soulworkwithjenny.com. And we will see all of you next week on Rock Your Midlife. Have such an awesome week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Midlife can be challenging. You may be sandwiched between growing kids and aging parents, dealing with menopause or a health issue, and trying to find work-life balance. Or maybe your life looks good on the outside, but inside you're feeling stuck and wondering how to get your confidence, energy, and joy back. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. I provide inspiration and wisdom to help you transform your health, your mindset, your relationships, and your life so you can rock midlife.